0: Welcome to 1001 Good Nights, a podcast about the stories behind bedtime stories. Follow along with two new dads, one a psychologist and one a book editor, as they explore the nighttime ritual of their foreseeable future. Hey, Ben.
1: Hey Nick, wherever you are, my love will find you. That oh, that's is so sweet. Not, that's no, it's, it's not a threat. <laughs> it's a, it's a rather sweet book by Nancy Tillman. But maybe uh, you think that it's a, a little too sweet. Is that is that a fair assessment?
0: Um. Yeah, I think that's my. It, it, it's a little. Um, I don't know what's the word saccharin, schmaltzy. Yeah. At, at times, right. maybe, for my taste. But but I don't know. Why, why don't you tell me what you find sure. kind of endearing about it?
1: Okay. Well, so, I mean, I don't think we need to do our usual thing where we go through the plot. Because, really, there isn't much of a plot to, to go through. It's, uh, you know, the, just before she was doing this, Nancy Tillman was doing greeting cards. And it kind of has that kind of feel. I think she was saying that in uh, one, of our other, one of our first books, On the Night You Were Born, her, her idea was, to give parents words to say out loud to their kids. And so that's really more what this feels like. It's just a lot of, I mean, the title, Wherever You Are, My Love Will Find You, that kind of is a summary of the book. It's all these different scenarios in which the the kid feels kind of downtrodden or disappointed, but but don't worry, you know, it's uh, the, the parent's love will stre- even stretch that far, which I feel like is like a kind of a a general th- theme of the sort of thing you might croon to your kid at night about. I love you as much as to the moon and back is, is kind of the Mm -hmm. kind of, kind of the vibe that it puts off. And I, I don't, uh, you and other people have have objected to the schmaltziness of this and I don't necessarily disagree, but I also don't find it. I think it's, I just think it's fine to sort of say nice things to your kid at night, even, even if there may be a little more, (laughs) Like sentimental than what you might come up with, like there's there's less kind of things that sometimes I want to say to my child at night, and so I will <laughs> I will swap in some uh, Nancy Toman, you know, uh, sugar <laughs> most days of the week. I mean, there, there's a few there's a few things like, like the, the the rhyme scheme sometimes gets a gets a little bit bit clumsy. I feel like what kind of the rhythm it doesn't it doesn't have the 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 driver the flow of a Dr. Seuss book and 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 a lot of the pages there's this weird uh twinkle sort of it's like it's like a special effect from a late 80s commercial for <laughs> like princess outfits or something where it's you see the, the the girl opens the box and then like there's stars across the screen all of a sudden she's dressed up like a princess and she's in a castle does that is, is that the right yeah. the right it's, kind it's of box? totally <laughs> <laughs> it's like something but uh, i i don't know but that's that that feels like nitpicking you know some of the some of the expressions do feel really sweet to me and i really like some of the illustrations there's one where there's like a woodland glade scene that i really like and there's a scene where a, the, the kid is sitting between two pandas on a park bench in mm-hmm. the fall or maybe it's the spring I don't know, there's beautiful foliage I don't know, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna object to that <laughs> you know, that's a, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, sometimes I, I rate how well I like illustrations based on how much I would want to go to the illustrations in the book. And there's there's yeah. a few places in here that I like, I could go down that woodland path with, you know, sparkles and all. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, what do you think? Are you, are you maybe not as enchanted by the illustrations or is it just, you're unable to get, um, Past maybe some of the the, the the clumsier elements of it, or
0: yeah, and to be fair, it's my uh, critiques are very adult critiques, right? This is this is me sort of doing <laughs> my kind of adulty <laughs> analysis on the book, and it's it's a children's book, right? It's for kids fundamentally.
1: No, no, um, but here's so, but here's what I maybe would disagree with you. I think that in many ways this is for adults, like this is, and I, I, it, I think it's like for something that almost adults can take. Comfort and saying to their children, like it almost feels like something you might read to your kids before they're old enough to follow. I mean, my my kids like it now when they're old enough to kind of follow. But I really kind of enjoyed this the most when I was reading to to Jack when he was first when he was first born, and he wasn't necessarily following along. So I I kind of feel like this this is for adult. I mean, I guess like it's, like it's like just in the way you buy a greeting card, it's for the recipient, but. Reading cards are also kind of for the person that sends them. It's like,
0: mm, otherwise, I would have, work.
1: I would have come up with my own card if, <laughs> if I could. But <laughs> I needed to buy this. Spend, you know, put five dollars in Hallmark's pocket, you know, to be able to yeah, say it's, happy it's a birthday. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: No, it, it's it's a really interesting point because um, I think they're I think that's, I think you're right that like that in some ways this is a book more for adults, but you get into this weird kind of feedback loop, I think, with, with books like that, because if it doesn't, if it is a book for adults and it's, it's effect on kids is going to be, it's going to depend on how much the adult like gravitates to it and relates to it. So if the, like, this is a book I feel like, and I, I don't, I don't know that I can prove this, but I, my kids don't really like it, but I'm pretty sure it's because like they can, they can detect that like Kat and I don't really like it. Um, and I don't know how to tease that apart exactly. So I feel like that's a, it's a trick when you, when you, when you do a book, that's more for adults, you have to like really make sure it works for adults. Otherwise it's maybe unlikely to work for the kids. If if it doesn't work for the adults, does that, am I going around? No, no, there no, that... no
1: I, I totally, I agree with you. I don't know how you, you, uh, pair that with your experience with pat the bunny which (laughs) which i I like is a book that you don't enjoy that your kids really do but no i I think you're right i think you know i think you're i mean i think that uh kids have a really they're they're pretty good at detecting if if you're not uh convinced by what you're saying which Mm. that's kind of what you said like where it's like you, yeah, these, the last few pages, and you're just really what? phoning it in. No, 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 it no. It's like it's like maybe this is like it's like a like a, a if it, the idea that it's a greeting card, and it is the stuff I would have liked to have said, but the kid can kind of feel like can 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 discern but you never would really would have said that stuff, dad, like this. You're not going to say like, just lift up your face, feel the wind in your hair. That's me. My sweet baby. My love is right. I mean, that's, you know, you don't say stuff like that.
0: I (laughs) wish, I (laughs) wish you would. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, um, yeah, I I think it's so much, of and this is something we've talked about a fair amount, but I I, at least for, for, for my kids, I think I'm realizing more and more that so much of, their enjoyment, um, with reading is like experiential. It, it's, it's about, the, I mean, the book is important, but it, it has to do with sort of the dynamics in between like the book and the characters in the book, but then also like us as characters sort of right. reading this book. So it's sort of a story within a story thing going right. on here with, with most books. And if, if that whole, like half of it is lacking, um, it's yeah it's just going to be harder for them to to relate to the book i think especially with a book that is very and i think i don't think this is a bad thing necessarily i think it's kind of interesting that unlike a lot of traditional um literature which is typically like one of the ways people dice this sort of thing up is is a story kind of character driven or plot driven like those are kind of the two big elements right Mm -hmm. this almost like a Almost like a small poem, a children's book can be sort of idea it can just be like a, literally a single idea it doesn't even have to have i mean this doesn't really like we said it doesn't have a plot, but it, it doesn't really have a character either i mean there's yeah. kind of like this the narrator is kind of a character, I guess, but the kids are all different, and you never even like see their faces really an idea
1: that kind of doofy orange hat though right. bucket hat though I will say as uh Someone who has increasingly had to wear uh bucket hats to to keep his scalp <laughs> his scalp from being sunburned I'm much much more sympathetic to
0: bucket hats even right. than when I started reading started reading <laughs>
1: well, I
0: guess it is the same kid, huh
1: I don't know I think he well, has this it's the same hat, but you don't ever see any any facial features, and I always assumed that that was to uh so you could sort of put yourself kind of map yourself you know into yeah. the, the kids. You know, but yeah, but the, the the kid is it's meant to be kind of interchangeable. I think it's meant to be featureless, right? Right,
0: right, and sort of gender neutral. Like it it could right. be a girl or a boy, and right, um, yeah, but it's so it's I I just think it's it's interesting that you can you can do a book like this that's basically just an idea. Right. Um, I think it's risky though because I think without like more traditional narrative structures like like plot and character, you run the risk of E- either both readers and kids, um, not kind of engaging with it as much. And I think like a book like this, especially that's for parents and very kind of idea driven, you're really like putting all your eggs on the adult being really invested in it.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, I, I think there's maybe a, this is in some ways, like you said, more of an illustrated poem, uh, but mm-hmm. and there's, there's kind of a tradition of that sort of thing where it's, a poem that is kind of long and it just expresses a sentiment and sentiment right. Maybe you would come across it in some kind of children's book anthology or something. And maybe, maybe it's rare for it to be like, sort of a standalone, a standalone book. Well, but there's some, and, and so, sometimes when that's the case, there's not. but sometimes the, the, the kid is having lots of adventures that forms sort of a separate narrative right on a hippopotamus Hanging out with those pandas in the park, <laughs> you know, elephants on the beach, giraffes in the orchard, hide and seek with a rabbit in the snow. I mean, that—that's you could you could talk about. I mean, that—that's kind of a a plot writer, or, or, or were you not? Were, do you not find those engaging, or what, what do you think about the pictures?
0: Yeah, that's that's interesting. So one of the things that I don't I don't know if this is like distinctive about us as sort of a little family unit and how we do children's books, but we we tend to not stop too much in the middle we kind of like go through but so i could i could imagine maybe if you like i should try this out actually if we stopped at each page and i sort of like queried them for what's going on like in the in the particular kind of scene and tried to get them involved in like that little mini kind of story arc whatever's going on in there i wonder if that would change things too i don't know do you guys do that do you, do you kind of like talk about each scene outside of the the word the text?
1: No, I mean because the, the scenes are are nice, but they are kind of props. Either sitting with friends, that's the that's the panel with the pandas, you know, on the park bench. Right. But it's not it's not as much in the way that if we read the good dog uh Carl books or the journey or something where you really have to do a lot of yeah. storytelling with the pictures. I don't do that as I don't do that as much. Every now and then they'll see uh, an element that really excites them, but that 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 scene where they where the the kid is i think maybe in a snowball fight or hiding playing hide and seek in the snow with the rabbit mm-hmm. uh, they especially they really they really like that one they really we get to there and then we'll just kind of linger in there for a little bit and kind of just play through scenarios but uh but that's, so what do you what do
0: you think for your kids what do you think is it what is it about the book or the experience of it that they really um grasp on like, like is it the fact do you think it's it's that you enjoy it so much do you think it's like the the pictures do you think it's is it the words like what what do you maybe it's a little bit of everything I don't know what do you think
1: yeah I mean I think uh that I like saying those things and they like I, I feel like a sweet parent saying Yeah, when yeah, I, when yeah. I, say them. I think they kind of pick up on that and then it's a but it's there's animals on every page And they they like that, you know, at times they're more or less engaged with the the pictures, especially depending on, you know, sometimes outside the world of books, Jack will sort of, there'll be a new stuffed animal pal or something that kind of gets into the rotation. And so he'll be really in like, so we got a a month or so ago, this all of a sudden he, he'd, he'd had this little stuffed alligator for a year had never looked at it twice, but all of a sudden he's like, one day he goes, this is pinch the alligator. And then alligators and crocodiles were just really important. So (laughs) that's the kind of, sometimes drives these stories. So it'll be, you know, or we will have, we will have seen, I don't know, they they will have seen a a commercial or something that has a giraffe in it. And then we, the last, uh, you know, three nights we will have spent, you know, 30 minutes listening to giraffe humming noises on YouTube and so then like the, the, the giraffe panel in this book assumes a special importance, um, that, 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 kind of thing. Yeah. So if like, that's, that, that often drives the, their, their, interaction with it. Jack,
0: was, can we Gil, go? Oh, ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was, I was, I want to talk about the, um, sorry, I feel like I cut you off. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> I, I want to switch gears and talk a little bit about the, like the images there. Something about them feels off to me and I can't, I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but I'm looking at there, there's one of the scenes. It's the one where the the like they're on the beach and the elephant is kind of like spraying the kid. If so, if you look, there's a there's like a branch in the bottom right hand corner that looks photorealistic. Like it looks like a photo that's cut out. I don't know if it is, but I think that's part of it. Like the the visual style is part of it's like very ethereal and kind of watercolor y. But then there yeah. are these also these elements that are very like photorealistic too, and that it's like jarring on my brain for some reason to have yeah kind of like, not, I, I like the, I, the kangaroo I, one like the kangaroo looks at first glance, it just looks super realistic, and then everything else is kind of this like smudgy kind of watercolory look um,
1: yeah, i mean I, and I think that's actually I don't know the the exact process, but I think she does have this sort of multi i don't know the word multimedia multi textual yeah, approach right. where she does blend things like that. I think that she's more successful on some places than than others. Like I, I really, I really like the way it looks with uh, like some of the the ones that talked talked about before, like the the like the, uh, that that panda scene or the the, the peacock mm-hmm. that's that's on the very next page. Really kind of vibrant. Um, the and I know what you mean about the elephants on the beach. That one doesn't. Or the it seems not not quite as 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 natural, but I, I'm not. But it but it didn't bother me or jar me <laughs> in the way that it seems to jar you. It does. Once again, I could I could maybe do without the sparkles, but you know I think that that's the that that'd be the only thing. And 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 uh, I mean it it, it looks like uh, it it kind of looks like something that you would you would ma- make on your computer. Does that yes. does that make sense? Yes, exactly. Like, if, if you were making this yourself, you would you would, and you kind of like you knew I don't know, it was the late nineties, and you f- for the first time got these kind of paint tools or something on a computer. Yep. And I, I, and I don't mean that like that; it looks amateur, no, maybe, maybe but it, but it does look like something that like, and it and it has, but but I, I kind of honestly, I kind of like that because it, I, I, I can never, I can never, That's I can sure. never. Maybe it's because you actually might. I could never do something like this on the computer to, to to make like a little card for my children with an elephant. If they've been talking about elephants and like a sweet, you know, a sweet little line or two, but this is, I, I, she can. And so I I really do feel the, the greater that, Oh, like she was able to put this little like Panda sequence together on her, on her, like, you know, MacBook, or
0: whatever. yeah. So okay, so an example of this, I, I think you're totally right. It's the Photoshop thing. So on the the scene where the the kid is swinging and there's dolphins in the background, yeah. If you look at the tree, that printed on in the tree in regular font is is the little as a little phrase "You are loved." Yeah. Do you see that? I yeah, didn't yeah, notice yeah. that until now. But that and the tree definitely looks like it's an image of a tree, but then it's been like colorized right after the fact. Okay, this is good. You're, this is, uh, I think, I'm, I'm, starting to to put things together a little bit more.
1: But, but you know, but, but it's the kind of thing. It's like you know how the, the, the parents that are just a little bit, you know, like when they have a birthday party, they've they've taken the extra little bit of time to to put together like a little presentation, and maybe they don't have the resources of like a, uh, I don't know, like a top advertising firm at their disposal, but <laughs> you know they. <laughs> Well, you know, but they've got a good eye and, you know, they've got the software and they, you know, they understand how to kind of put mm-hmm. a little passage together and it isn't like that. But, but you know, an, another level up. I mean, you know, she's, uh, she's, I mean, she's not an amateur. She's, she's, she's doing right. at a high level. I think she, for for a while she had her own advertising agency in, in the 80s and then she oh, had the greeting card company. So, I mean, she's, and she, she. She's a pro but uh but yeah, it, but yeah. it's but it still has that but i you know it's like almost like that that like deliberate lo fi sound where it's like you can tell mm-hmm. that this was that that somebody you know the the, the hand of the maker is is apparent like in in the handiwork you, you right. know what i mean or, yeah. or the or the or the mouse i don't know uh, it's a, maybe it's gonna turn this as all just like an oil painting that she does and <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> totally, totally wrong off. <laughs>
0: yeah well it's I mean it's interesting we so many so many much of the time we do sort of like classics that are like you know inarguably great on on so many levels and um so it's it, it's good to do it's fun to do one where there's more like we we at least have more debate about um different aspects of it and and different experiences in our in our own little families but yeah
1: yeah and I, and I think that's interesting because um disagree about these books is I think it is in some ways so subjective because it's there's a lot of variables. There's kind of your taste and and my taste, but it's also like how those tastes are, are our kids taste too, which kind of shapes our own experience of it, you know? So it's, there's a,
0: yeah. Part of me wonders whether if my, if one of my kids had got this like three months earlier or later and they had gotten really into it, that might've gotten me more into it. And then it would have created this more kind of positive cycle.
1: Yeah, part of me wonders if you just were reading this in the correct loving tone, Snick. That like maybe I'm just a <laughs> terrible parent. I, mean, I think that could just be
0: <laughs>
1: if you were if you were correctly interpreting the, the the sweetness of this, your kids would your kids would adore it. So right. right. So you, you think about that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, check out our other content at 1001 Goodnights.com and help us out with a rating on your podcast platform of choice.